Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. We've facilitated many of those integrations in the past, and that's really the vision around all this stuff is, again, we aggregate the very asset-level data, and not only for the sponsor, but for the investor that's now presenting an added layer of transparency. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with $1 million to $100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations, not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about their pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E. You're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. 
For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know, Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, Best Ever listeners, and welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Theo Hicks, and today I'll be speaking with Kevin Harris. Kevin, how are you doing today? Good, Theo. How are you doing? I am well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for joining us. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. We're going to talk about Kevin's Invest Next apartment syndication, real estate syndication software platform. So he's a CEO and co-founder of Invest Next, a software that modernizes the way real estate syndicators raise money and manage capital. He has five years of real estate experience and the platform is hosted over 230 syndications worth over a billion dollars. He is based in Detroit, Michigan, and you can say hi to him at investnext.com. So before we get into what Invest Next is, do you mind telling us some more about your background and then what you're focused on today? Sure thing. So give context on Invest Next. As you mentioned, real estate investment platform geared towards your private network of investors, manager investors on that platform. But ahead of Invest Next, I was kind of going through the corporate track, worked at a consulting firm. We implemented CRMs, ERPs, accounting systems, and so forth. So got exposed to a lot of different enterprise level clients, as well as even real estate clients ahead of that. So that was kind of my systems background. Ahead of that, really one of the most formative parts of my life was actually my time at Handshake. Handshake, for context, is basically what you might call the LinkedIn for college students. So it's a career network. I was involved there when it was just a dorm room founded startup. And today they're over a half billion dollar company. I was employee number two, working with the co-founders, building out the product, going to university career centers, getting shot down, going back, building more. The rest is history. And that being my third year of college was pretty formative in what I'm doing today. And I knew at that point that I really wanted to be involved in the tech space, wanted to build something meaningful that solved a systemic problem. And fast forward to a few years back when I met my co-founder, Michael Giese, he was working on this interesting side project, working for a real estate investment firm that was really just trying to streamline the way they interacted with their investors, the way they reported and communicated to them. And there was a tool that was meant to be a one-off tool for that firm, but we got people knocking on the door saying, hey, would you mind deploying something like this for our group. And we've been talking about it for a while. And that was kind of the aha moment and pretty much a founding moment of Investnex. We realized at that point that there's a massive gap in this space, how people go out and they syndicate and manage their capital partners and investors. So from that point on, the rest is history. Sure. And then was Investnex, was that five years ago when it started? Yeah. Proof of concept product, that would be five years ago. We were really just getting into the space. Exactly. Okay. Are you a coder? I'm on the product team. I stay away from the code. I do the design portion of it. I let Michael and his team work through that stuff, but I'm okay. heavily, heavily involved in this side of the workflows and the product. So. so he was essentially working for an existing company, created something for them, and then other people were asking for the same things. So that's where you identify the need. Exactly. It was pretty serendipitous from that standpoint. How did you meet the co-founder? I think back to how this all came together. And really it was at my last company where I worked at, it was an indirect connection. One of my customers to say, Hey, you know, my good friend's working on a side project. 
maybe you guys might be able to connect or kind of interact on this. And so there was really no presumption on what we'd be working together, what especially what we'd be building. He just happened to know that I had experience with Handshake. I'd been in the startup world and, and perhaps I could lend some advice. So indirect connection. And then we really just hit it off from that point. Nice. I always like hearing about how partners met each other because it's traditionally pretty random. <laughs> it really is. And again, just something that I just always think back to is just the serendipity of it all. You really just never know the doors that you can keep open and you exactly. never know who you meet. So absolutely. Perfect. So let's talk a little bit about Invest Next now. So I've experience with syndications. And so in my mind, when it comes to investors, it's really finding the investors and then it's getting the money from the investors or raising money for a particular dealer for a fund and then the investor relations part. And so obviously your business focuses from what I'm understanding on helping with the actual process of raising the money for a particular deal or a particular fund. And then once that deal is closed on helping with the investor relations portion. So let's start with the raising money part first, and then we'll talk about the investor relations second. So how does Invest Next help the syndicator raise money? Obviously, maybe they, you do help them find more money, but help them, I guess, manage that process. Yeah. So the concept around this is that whether you're a first-time syndicator or you've already done this many times, our intent with the platform is you have a single workspace to manage the very beginning life cycle of that syndication to start with. So that's everything from, you have a CRM, of course, to manage prospective investors, capital partners, just people that you are interacting with. That ties in directly into what we call an online deal room. So when you're ready to go live with your offering or your deal, it's really housing that digital tear sheet, that presentation that you can send out to your groups. They can view that full offering. And then of course, commit online, run the entire transaction, subscription docs and everything through the actual deal room. So that's kind of the big major component to begin with. It's just streamline that entire initial transaction with the investor and of course, saving you time at the end of it all. So you have the CRM that I have to kind of track all my investors that I have. And then would that also be like, here's ones that are potential and here's ones that have invested and here's how much they've invested and here's the deals that they're in. Exactly. It's really being able to manage your entire pipeline of prospective capital. And again, it's from the very onset, we work with groups that, again, they are doing their first deal and they know that, okay, perhaps we may not land on something for the next few months, but at the very least, they want to start building up that pipeline, building those relationships. So they're just tracking those relationships in the CRM, tracking their pipeline. And then, of course, when the deal hits, they put together all their collateral, all of their documents in the deal room. And of course, when they're ready to actually present that, this is easiest sharing that. So in this, you said it was the online deal room. So I have a deal. A big thing is obviously keeping your investors up to date on where you're at, right? When are funds due? When do you need to submit the documents? Getting that information to them. And so is there some sort of email service you connect to that I can say, okay, I want to send an email every week to remind them about funding. People who have funded will get one email. People who haven't funded will get another email. Is it capable of doing all that stuff too? That's exactly it. So when you go live with a deal, first and foremost, what we want to present to the investor is call it kind of that single source of truth. So they can go back to the deal room and say, hey, what's the status of anything that's happening? In, within that deal room, you can see all of the updates of what's been going on. So that's kind of call it the inbound approach. The investor knows instead of digging through their email chain and looking for what was the last update, it's all in one place. 
second part to that is, yeah, there's the intelligence built behind this so that when the sponsor goes out, they market the deal, they have all their commitments in, can transact to the capital, transact to the funds. And of course, who's left in the previous sequence to that. So then from there, there's intelligent reminders to follow up with those investors. So that's a very common scenario that we see, especially when you go out in capital raise. So. As an investor, how am I getting access to this? Multiple ways. So different groups have different approaches to how they're going to interact with their investors. Some groups are very, call it by invitation only. So of course, this can live behind a security layer that you can only get granted access to the deal room. And of course, once you've been verified, you can go in and view the deal. Other groups call it maybe like a 506 open format fundraise. You can literally open it up to the internet as a whole. So varying groups do varying open access to the deal room. So would I need to share a link with my investors or would I input their email into InvestNext and then they'd get the here's how you set up your account email from InvestNext? Both ways. Basically, imagine if you had a mass communication out to a group of, of investors, you could actually grab that shareable link. You can say, hey, everyone, feel free to access the deal room right at this link. And of course, when they jump in, they can view all the details there. On the other side of that, whatever you want to do with that, you can post it on your website, you can send it out. And of course, again, back to that by invitation only, you can sell a certain group of investors and directly send them an invitation to that deal room. Perfect. Okay. So I think we hit on that front part pretty well. And so deals closed, investors get the email that the deals closed. And then now let's talk about the investor relations aspect. So how does InvestNext help me manage my communication and getting the proper information to my investors about the deal. That ties in directly into what we call kind of the investment part of the product. And first of all, it's all connected. So once you've actually received those contributions, those investments, that's now being tracked on the cap table. You can now set up your waterfall structure around this. So it's a full drag and drop builder exactly as you see it in your operating agreement. You model it right in the system. And then moving forward, when you're running your distributions, whether that's monthly, quarterly, scheduled, that's being all run through the system. Investors are getting paid out. And then on the flip side of that, on the investor relations side is, of course, investors gain access to their portal. They can view their full portfolio with you, distributions to date, return metrics, et cetera. So that's where we now carry into the investor relations part. What about reporting? So do I upload my own reports? Am I inputting individual line items for data? How does that work? One of two ways that can be done. So Individual investor reporting, since InvestNext houses the entire investor transaction data, so again, contribution amounts, distributions, we are now the calculation engine for a lot of the investor performance metrics. So maybe you're sending out a quarterly batch of statements out to your investors. You can generate those in the systems. Those can get placed outbound to the investors, or the investors can log in at any point as they would with their Charles Schwab account. They can view those in live. And then the other side of that is if you have any sort of property level reporting or any sort of asset level reporting, we're working through integrations with systems, right? So if you have an asset level, call it your standard property management software, we can actually connect right into that and marry that data into your reporting. So that's especially useful for groups that, again, maybe at scale, you're working with multiple property managers and each one of those may utilize a separate system. So what we need to be able to do is connect the data from each one of those systems and then aggregate those up both for internal reporting as well as external reporting for investors. They're saying that the invest next can connect to ABC property management company's software so that 
you'll have instantaneous access to the reports for my property, like rent rolls and profit and loss statements and things like that. That's exactly it. So that we've facilitated many of those integrations in the past. And that's really the vision around all this stuff is, again, we aggregate the very asset level data and not only for the sponsor, but for the investor that's now presenting an added layer of transparency. Exactly. And then the last question, so not sending distributions, not sending the reports, but sending monthly or quarterly update emails with specifics on current occupancy rates and renovation updates, things like that. So would I need to do that somewhere else and manually type in my explanations of what's going on? Or is there some sort of automation for that as well? Yes, we have this, maybe I get a little to the nuts and bolts or techie about this, but we have this concept known as merge variables. And so the idea here is that when you're drafting up a new communication or even in our system, what we call a post, you can actually carry in as part of your natural language, right? As you're typing out your summary or so forth, you can actually include metrics that you can embed into that paragraph line. So you could literally pull metrics in from the system that are already being automatically calculated. Of course, you can set that as your template moving forward when you're doing your, again, your monthly or quarterly cadence reporting. And again, two different formats. I just mentioned one way is, okay, I'm going to send out a mass communication or mass email out to my industrial park investors. Of course, the system already knows who your industrial park investors are. It knows their actual reporting metrics. But then the other side of that is we have this concept of posts. And when you do that, you basically can post an update to the, call it the investor portal investor logs in or they can receive that in their phone. They can view it in a rich format text as you would like an online blog. So it's kind of a historical concept where maybe you sent out a mass email, you attached a PDF and Excel, just kind of saying, Hey, this is what's going on. It's, it's a bit more of a richer format where you can even embed YouTube videos or whatnot. So like pictures and stuff. Yeah, exactly. This is very neat. All right, Kevin, what is your best real estate investing advice ever or best advice ever for running a business? I always say focus, it seems pretty standard, but for me personally, focus has been an incredible paradigm to go after. And just understanding that when you're building something, it's really about becoming really good at what you do. And it's, again, just staying focused on the core problem you're trying to solve. And again, that's from the paradigm of a problem solving platform and a software. So focus is my biggest statement here. Perfect. All right, Kevin, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure thing. All right, first, a quick word from our sponsor. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. Are you looking to earn passive income through turnkey rental properties? If so, then go check out hipsterinvestments.com. Allie Boone's the founder of Hipster Investments. It's a aesthetically pleasing website, and you'll know what I mean when you go check it out. I just love the color palette. In addition to that, though, Allie has some wonderful content on both passive investing through turnkey rental properties as well as how to design your life. Go to hipsterinvestments.com. Okay, what is the best ever book you've recently read? I'd say what I've revisited is Crossing the Chasm. Again, primarily related to product building, product development, but I think it is extremely applicable to any business. So it's just about as you're getting started, it's being able to handle that initial growth. And at the same time as being able to keep yourself disciplined on what the problem is that you're trying to solve. So 
You're not going to build a business that solves everyone's problems. They use the landing beach analogy. So when you land on your beach, focus on that area, really own that area. And of course, later on, you can always expand your business. So crossing the chasm. If your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? I would definitely have to ask myself what led to the point that the business collapsed. After that, it would just be a matter of reflecting on what led to that moment, what inflexibility caused the business unless some act of God. But if business fell apart, I'd say I'd still be in real estate. I'd still be solving the problems in that space because for us, I think it is truly the final frontier for a lot of the stuff that's happening in the world economy around real estate. Besides this particular need of apartment syndicators needing technology for managing investors, what's the other biggest pain point or biggest need that can be solved by tech that you see in real estate? We really think that the entire transaction of real estate is still has yet to be, call it disrupted, because just the process of acquiring real estate, all of the stakeholders involved, we are literally barely scratched the surface on that side. And I think that's very much so open for disruption. So the whole acquisition side is a really interesting problem to solve. What is the best ever way you'd like to give back? So as you stated earlier, we're a Detroit-based company and we've made it our internal mission. I mean, Detroit is our home. And when people think about Detroit, you get this sense of it's, it's seen better days, it's grungy and whatnot. And it really is. For us, I'm a transplant to the city. I'm not a Detroiter, but I've moved here five or so years ago and I've seen the place rebuild itself. A lot of big tech companies moving in, they're seeing the opportunity. So our focus is hiring local talent as well as just giving back to the local community here. So that's kind of our mission locally. And then lastly, what is the best ever place to reach you? Best ever place? Definitely can reach me directly at my email at kevin at investnext.com. Of course, you can hit me up on the website. There's a little chat bubble. You'll likely see my mugshot on there. Likely me or one of the people on the team that'll get to you. But yeah, Kevin at InvestNext is a perfect place. Also, Kevin, well, thanks for joining us today and walking us through the capabilities of the InvestNext platform. Very fascinating. So we talked about, first of all, how you met the co-founder of the business and how it was kind of just random and keeping in mind, this is pretty common that I get the people who have partners and just realizing that really any relationship that you have or any action that you take could lead randomly down the line to a deal, to a partnership. You never really know. And so keeping all of your doors open is always a smart play. And then we talked about the two main areas that are addressed by the Index Next software. They're raising money and then the investor relations. And really it covers everything that I can possibly think of that is involved in the raising money part of it from when you first touch someone who's interested in investing to the deal closing. And then from the investor relations standpoint, once the deals close until the deal is sold, it seems as if it's capable of covering all of that in one centralized location. So anyone who's interested in raising money or has raised money or is currently raising money, definitely check out is invest next. I guess I just spell it I N V E S T N E X as in xylophone T.com. So definitely check that out. I'll be checking it out as well after this interview. So Kevin, thanks again for joining us. Best of listeners. As always, thank you for listening. Have a best ever day and we'll talk to you tomorrow.